You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, on the first segment, we break down the mixed discord Instagram poem <laughs> with some deaf Cooligans poetry. Also, the MLS season is starting this Friday, March 3rd. Portland Timbers against the Minnesota United. We're losing. I got that mind. Speaking of MLS season starting, we're talking to a great player. Juan Agudelo is on our podcast. We're yeah. going to be interviewing him. How pretty awesome is that? And in the third segment, guess also what's back? Cooligans Corner is back. That's right. That and more on this episode of the Cooligans. Hey guys, it's Juan Agadello, New England Revolutions forward and U.S. Men's National Team forward, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to the Deaf Cooligans Poetry Slam. Coming to the stage, my man from Oslo, Norway. Keep it going, y'all. Put them hands together for Mix Discarude. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Somebody told me... Oh shit. I'm not part of a plan. Say what? And if he was, I, he'd run like the others ran. Oh. Because the budget is tight. Mm. And bonding contracts might mm-hmm. be broken mm. to improve five or six positions. What? In exchange for only one man. <sighs> Do they snap on that poetry? <laughs> this has been Instagram Deaf Poetry. <laughs> this, has been, this has been Deaf Poetry Slam Cooligans off Instagram <laughs> with white players from Europe, from Scandinavian regions. What's what? up, everybody? Thank you for being a part of that, everybody. Oh, man. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Little <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mix, for dropping by. Yeah, that was beautiful. Beautiful poetry by Mix. He's got a lot more. He actually just punched a few holes in the wall on the way out here. He seems upset. He's emotional. Oh, yeah. First things first that you'll notice, besides the fact that we started reading poetry, you're not on the phone, and I'm not sick as fuck. Look at that. We're back, baby. <laughs> this, uh, this place has finally been unquarantined. Yes. Uh, we've gotten all the diseases and toxins out of the room. I wouldn't say that. You're probably going to be sick after this week, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, well, you know, the funny thing is, is I don't even, I barely remember recording that episode that's how fucked up i was yeah a lot of people were uh getting really really bad flus last week uh, yeah and it, it wasn't like a flu it was like flu light you know flu light bro. Yeah, when you yeah. can't remember stuff that's flu light wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it, it wasn't like flu usually lasts like two to two to three weeks yeah, and, yeah you know it really beats up your your body i fell asleep for 36 hours yeah how about this i buzzed we, we ordered Fresh Direct. And for those of you listening who don't know what that is, it's like a grocery delivery, right? So we ordered Fresh Direct and my wife was like, hey, I'm really sorry, but I planned it, scheduled it to be delivered today. Are you okay or should I cancel it? And I was like, ah, I don't even remember what I said, but <laughs> apparently she didn't cancel it because I just literally could not physically get out of bed. And then it, I hear the doorbell ring. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Whatever the hell it is. I, I know I didn't order food. <laughs> so fuck it. And I was just going to let it go. And then the, the doorbell keeps ringing. And then my phone rings. And I pick up my phone. And it was like a random uh, New York number. So I thought maybe it's an emergency. So I was like, hello? And it's like, yeah, this is the Fresh Direct guy. Could you buzz open? Do you want your food? And we're like, oh, my, all right. Yeah, hold on. So I, I grab like two singles off the table. I buzz him in. It's two flights of stairs. Two flights of stairs. That's right. I sat down at the table near my door. From the time it took him to walk up the two flights of stairs, I had already fallen back asleep at the table. 
the guy woke me up. The guy's like, hey, man. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> he must have been like, this dude's on heroin. Yeah. This is like, the fattest heroin addict. This is, the, this is the first time I'm delivering Fresh Direct to a junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's, where does he get all the money? <laughs> Just the constant. Uh, he it was rather that heroin addicts need like organic <laughs> yeah, kale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know I'm not wanting no organic kale. But he was like, oh, yeah, the shrimp cocktail makes sense now. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just one of those things I just couldn't get out of bed. But anyway, I'm better now. Yeah, I'm glad you're better. Uh, so, everybody, thank you for listening to The Cool Against. We have a, a hot show uh, for you. This is this is a fun one. Obviously, this is a big one. It started off with a bang already. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you don't know, if this is your first time listening, my name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis Guerreros. Yes, and uh, we are The Cool Against. We are two stand-up comedians who host a soccer podcast. Because we are obsessed with soccer and obsessed with entertaining you. Yeah. Yeah, those are, those things, uh, you know, go hand-in-hand hand for us. For, for us, for, it does. For a lot of people in in in, in soccer, the, the entertaining is not really that That's important. That's not a big thing That's for them. That's not a big thing. They yeah. just want to put them in the back of the net. It's secondary. <laughs> secondary <laughs> to them. But Even no. some people who make uh, content. You know, entertaining sure. you. <laughs> sure, yeah. Seems ancillary <laughs> to them learning how to speak into a camera. That's right. So, but look, we have a, a great episode today. Uh, later, a wild one. Later wild on, one. We'll, we'll we'll be speaking to Juan Agadello. Oh yeah, of the New England Revolution. That's so. right. We got a player interview. Uh, so it's great. So uh, uh, yeah, we're really really excited about that. It's it's a Can lot you of fun. Tell? He's a fun dude, uh, and we had a great conversation. So uh, we're gonna you're gonna love that. So. Yeah. Uh, we yeah let's let's address the thing that we just uh, started uh, started with because look this is the big week MLS this is it starting up again uh, everything know. going just to plan <laughs> and then this happens this for and for th- those of you who haven't followed and this isn't NYCFC specific because this is a national team player or certainly at one point was you know he came into MLS with a lot of fanfare and if you remember I don't know if you remember this but the Portland Timbers were really really mad that they didn't sign him you know and then okay. they got Valeri which is like eh, he's yeah. pretty good they, uh, they got the better end of the bargain yeah well for sure I mean one of them <laughs> plays so yeah uh, yeah and you know makes this rude. you know a lot of fanfare uh, you know American national international I should say was playing out um, at uh, Rosenborg um, and you know, had a lot of skill and it would have been great to have him in MLS. And he came in with a lot of, a lot of buzz, man. There was a lot, lot of, like a, a lot of heat, a lot of attention. He was the first, uh, uh, Jersey that I bought. Yeah. Like, you know, he scored, I think in the, the, they score in the first game or the second game. He scored the first away match. He scored the first goal ever for a, a, he, he NYCFC. Did, yeah. So, yeah. but I, I liked the way he played. I was, I was, I was on board. I, I liked his yeah. personality. We got to meet him. Uh, it was a good dude. It's great. Yeah, he autographed my hat. Yeah, yeah. autographed mine. He's a yeah. good guy. So it was like, oh. This is this can be uh, a good foundation and a good start. This is the kind of guy you sort of want around, right? And the cool thing was they weren't just bringing in your Villas and your Lampards. They were bringing in mixed disc crew. That's that's an American star. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like they're bringing in one of our A. You know exactly. And then he showed up and not A at all. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't awful, but no, he but, wasn't bad. But, but he definitely, also didn't really have a position. The 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 bar was set very high with him. Uh, he obviously mainly because of what he was getting paid. He was getting paid about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? Which they were using allocation money to pay down every year. Yeah. So which you know which really limits your ability just to go ahead and go out and sign you know players of a of a certain ilk. 
you know, if you use up all of your, you know, pay down the contract money for him, yeah. it stops you from being able to get people that are sort of bigger than the cap. And if you want any example of, of what that looks like, if you're doing a good job of it, it's Atlanta United this year. Yeah. Um, they have signed some incredible players, players of top quality that, you know, Almiron was Arsenal wanted them, wanted them. And, you know, here, here we go. You know, Atlanta United signed them. So, you know, it goes to show what you could do when you're when you're given this allocation, Tam, Gam, and Atlanta, Atlanta, it's just very, very quick. Atlanta has been crushing people in the preseason. Oh my god, it's a little scary. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see. I, I you know I know a lot of people are kind of annoyed with them and like you know they're coming in and the, the big highlight. I, I got to be honest, I'm kind of excited to see what they could do. Yeah, yeah. Just just Tata Martino, just to see what he does. Just uh, just the the just and, and just seeing sort of that that fan culture coming out of Atlanta and what that sort of looked like. We yeah. we saw that in the first season of NYCFC. Although, did you see the video of because uh, Footy Mob is one of the supporters groups? Sporting, yeah, Terminus Legion, I think, is their big one. Okay, and uh, so like five of those guys got together and started a chant. I did see, and this. it has been panned all over the world. <laughs> I mean, people everywhere are making fun of these guys. It's not. It's, it's not a very creative chant. No, and it's it's just badly done. Mm-hmm. And it's five of them. One guy's wearing a hard hat. You know, it's just it's a little rough. Yeah, hard hat. I don't think when I think of hard hat, I don't think Atlanta. No, I think of Columbus Crew because they used to have the three guys with the hard hats. That's right. Yeah, That's so right. I think of them. But yeah, Atlanta and construction doesn't really go hand in hand. So, uh, so but but mix. Uh, like we were, you know, having. Fun with a poem that he that he put online he put well, it on he, instagram to his to his credit he's been really quiet and he really hasn't played for over a year you know that's right he played uh i want to say he played in a, a, a friendly. friendly yeah he did he came in 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 oh man uh, in uh, it's not, not 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 ecuador not ecuador they were the one the mexican team uh Oh, they just played them. Uh, Nakaxa, Nakaxa, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played. So, I mean, it's been about a year since he since he's played with NYCFC. Yeah, and although it, he did take part in one match this preseason. Preseason, okay. So, look, once Patrick Vieira got in uh, and had to uh, assess the squad that he had. Mix just wasn't a part of the equation. No. He immediately, I mean, it was very clear. I think he played maybe one or two games under Vieira. Yeah. Vieira was not happy. Not uh, having it. Man. Not happy with him. And, and from the rumblings I we have heard from other players is that Mix is, is not as much a team guy. I, I mean, I don't want to make this, you know, grand accusation, but I think he's a, he's a little bit more... Uh, I don't know if self-involved is the right word, but a little bit more about himself than probably Vieira would like. Yeah. I mean, look, there's a lot. I mean, look, him and him and Kyrie Shelton were like, you know, fucking bosom buddies when the season yeah. first began. The first season, you those two haven't even posted together online. You know, it seems like he's completely out of the club, both on and off the pitch. Yeah, no one. But again, to his credit, he hasn't bitched about it in the media. Yeah, he's yeah. been you know sort of a of a of a loyal guy, and it sucks to not play the game you love for a year, you know. And I guess now this season's coming up, and the rumor was that he was going to get his contract bought out. He was going to get sold. And if I'm not mistaken, the MLS allows each club to buy out one of their players' contracts every year. Um, you're allowed to buy one out, and it won't count against your cap. Okay. And I'm assuming that's going to ha- what's going to happen to him, but it hasn't happened yet. And this season is beginning. So I guess his frustration, you know, I think he thought that's cool next year. I'm just going to be with another club. Things are going to be fine. And the fact that that hasn't happened has boiled over. It, it, what, what do you think the holdup is? Is it maybe like the negotiation of what the yeah. buyout is? I think it's his money. Yeah. He probably just wants more. And- I mean, his agent knows you kind of got him by the balls. They got to pay. 
Yeah. And, you know, but then again, you know, you're doing it at the, he's 26 years old. This is his peak season coming up. That's going to be delayed now. You know, maybe he saved his knees for another year, but you know, the guy wants to be out there playing. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, I want to be on stage telling jokes. You know what I mean? Like I want to be out doing it. I don't want to be on the sideline watching. I mean, I, I would, I would buy you out. So you never do comedy again. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, could you just imagine the, the sea of fans that would be like, please don't do it. But if you must, I guess we'll get over. Uh, but, uh, you know, he wants to be doing it and he hasn't said anything. But then when he decides to talk, <laughs> he does it in fucking rhyming fashion. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it. Yeah, it's a poem. Uh, it's it a is. poem. I thought he dropped bars. I thought he dropped a disc. <laughs> he was like, he heard Sheether. Yeah. And he was like, nah, watch what we this is. This is directed at Nicki yeah. Minaj, I think. Yeah, this is Vether. <laughs> this is directed directly at Vieira. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is. Uh, 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 unorthodox uh, to say the least uh, I, I've never heard of a professional athlete sort of sorting out his contract kind of like doing contract negotiations uh, you know through through stanzas yeah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> through poetry which yeah. by the way you know for everyone who said like oh he's from Norway but how is he American and now you have some evidence because there's no American player <laughs> that would ever go to poetry. Yeah, yeah, this is this is definitely some you know European uh, education, uh, right? Uh, you know, this you're is you're allowed to feel this <laughs> way. Mix. Get yeah, well, out. I don't know what liberal high school you went to, yeah, what, liberal <laughs> arts. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, come on, if you really from the U.S., if you from the East Coast and you tried that, <laughs> yo, mixes the rules in a magnet program. I yeah, think yeah. <laughs> some Montessori. <laughs> See, right? It was in a Montessori school, yo. You don't learn that in PS 183. You didn't learn that. You're a Waldorf school, yeah, right? Playing with a bunch of blocks. Yeah, Hogwarts, wherever you went. This ain't the shit you, you learn here. So, look, this is... It's 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 a weird, it's easy to make fun of, uh, and this was very this was very strange. Um, and but but look, the, but the reality of the situation is that he is a player that is in the in a, in a bad. He's in a bind, and he, he right. He and wants to play. He he's. He and wants, no one, whether you love him or hate him, you don't want to see him floundering. Yeah, it, to, to some to some extent, uh, I, I like. I know there's part of me is like, yeah, he shouldn't be. Don't dog him like that. Like, right. like, get, like let him maybe earn some playing time. But look, it may be in training. He's really not giving. I don't know. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, me neither. It, it, but it, it must. I honestly don't think it has anything to do with his skill level. And I don't think it. Well, I mean, to some degree, I don't think it has anything to do with his uh, sort of availability or, or, or what he is like as a sort of locker room guy. Sure. Or how he is in training. I honestly just think that Vieira is like, dude, you're waking, you're making way too much for where you're at, you know? And for us, other clubs may be able to pay that and may see that potential. Yeah. May see that value. We don't see that value. We can't keep giving you this money. I don't understand not playing him at all because you're diminishing his value. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Even if you don't think the guy is good, that's what makes me feel like it's it's something. Severe. Maybe you're right. Then maybe like, you're right. it seems like something serious. Where it's like maybe it's a character issue. Where where uh, he walks in wearing a Roy Keane jersey first day, which is Vieira's <laughs> biggest rival in history. But it's it, it it feels like Vieira made up his mind very quickly. It may it, it seemed like maybe he saw something that other people didn't see. And was like maybe two three weeks in was like this guy is he's not for me he's not gonna work out and 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 mix couldn't earn 
his sort of love again. Well, if that's the case, then guess who should be the new men's national team manager? <laughs> then it should be fucking Vieira, because if he's that good at assessing a talent that was part of our national team. Wouldn't that be interesting? Then well, he should just be given the reins. I've, I've heard uh, the rumblings. Uh, I don't know how serious it is, but the rumblings are because of sort of Arsene Wenger's uh, situation that Vieira's name is coming up as, uh, as a potential manager for Arsenal. I've heard it. And I want nothing to do with it. I love Vieira. <laughs> Here's the other thing they're saying. They're saying Henri. Okay. I can't think of a bigger mistake. That doesn't it, sound like, yeah. I think he sees Zidane coming in as the, as a Real Madrid manager. And he's like, look how great it's going. And yeah, you know, yeah. he's, he's furthered his legend. And then Henri coming in as a, as an Arsenal, you have a lot more to deal with. Uh, you know, Real Madrid, you pretty much have the biggest purse in all of sports, you know what I mean? You can go sign whoever you want. Arsenal, you ain't got that, homie. It's not going to be a smooth transition. Correct. Um, the so I mean, back to yeah, back, back to, to mix. back to mix. I mean, look, it's uh, read the poem on his uh, on his Instagram if you haven't seen it yet. It's it's been going around, but it is it's just odd. And look, and it's fodder for us uh, to sort of tease him, but. I we feel for him. I, I feel for him. Like uh, I hope for the best, man. Like it, it. He's he's too good to not be on a team and to not be playing. That's I, at the very least you can say that about him. Also, if he's this good at rhyming, yo, know, just drop a track. Yeah, right. Just, just mix get has an EP out, right? <laughs> just a couple tracks, you know. I mean, keepy uppy, right? You know, could be the name of the whole thing. I don't know. I you know if if you've got this much time, do something with it. You know, I feel bad. I feel really bad, and I hope I hope this gets worked out because he's a he's an he's an exceptional talent. And he's someone that can not only help a club, but he can certainly help the national team. Uh, so get back to it, dude, you yeah. know, and, and figure out whatever it is. And, you know, maybe we should, you know, hit up his agent and be like, come on, man, get this thing done. <laughs> so, uh, but look, there, there's other stuff going on. The MLS is obviously uh, starting up. The first game of uh, the 2017 season is uh, this Friday, uh, March 3rd at 930. The Portland Timbers oh, uh, open up the season against Minnesota United. So uh, this is uh, this is exciting. This is uh, I'm I'm really I'm really up for this. Yeah. this season. This season seems like it's where you and I are much more solidified in our sort of understanding of this of this league. Mm-hmm. You know, which which always has rule changes. But I got to be honest, after going to MLS Cup, I feel like so much a part of this league. Yeah, it does feel nice. Yeah. Uh, um, so look, I know. I'm speaking of, of enjoying this league, join our fantasy league because that's also yeah, we're giving away money that we do not have, guys. <laughs> it's only that's gonna be hot. So yeah, uh, you know, prizes from Rough Night Scarves and on the Volley Apparel. It's great and a hundred bucks. So, um, but the the yeah for Portland against Minnesota, I I, I think Portland's gonna. Take this easily. I, easily. I, Minnesota is um new manager, right? They got Adrian Heath. Adrian Heath. Uh, uh they don't I don't think their roster is completed yet. You know, they're <laughs> I think it's just gonna be like cramming for a test. Yeah, dude. The, the day of. He's just like trying to sign people. Well, remember Hull at the beginning of the season, Hull didn't have enough players to start. You oh, know? that's right. That was a big issue. So yeah, I mean they seem to be doing much better now after they fired their manager, which could have been an issue as to why because you know in Europe the manager is the one who picks the players. Right. But um you know, so I, there's been instances where it's worked out. I don't think it's going to work out so great because in MLS, you know, uh, I guess chemistry is really, really important. 
Um, and you know, you, you've heard managers, even like uh, Patrick Vieira, that they've brought in players throughout the preseason. And he said it's been a little frustrating because he has been able to come up with what he thinks his starting eleven is. And maybe the beginning of the season isn't the most important in the MLS because of the playoff system, um, and so many teams make it. Maybe that's true. Um, but if that's the case, maybe this match isn't the most important. But begin kicking the season off. I cannot wait. I can't wait to see Orlando's new stadium. I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait for all these things. I mean, the first match is us against Orlando and NYCFC. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's on Sunday. So I mean, the, the national games that are that are being televised is yeah the Portland Minnesota, then uh, NYCFC uh, at Orlando and uh, Atlanta United against uh, the Red Bulls. So that's uh, Atlanta United is really the one, especially uh, this this game is going to be interesting because I think the Red Bulls might be surprised by how one how good Atlanta United is, and also the Red Bulls are playing in their Concacaf Champions League match. Uh, on Thursday, yeah. So they don't have a lot of time. They don't have recover. a lot of time to really recover. So I, I think they might be. Not only that, you want to add another layer to this. Yeah, let's add uh, several layers. Here's this layer, <laughs> which I think is probably the biggest. Uh, <laughs> how about this? All of the Red Bulls fans, the original Red Bulls fans, are very upset, right, about the whole energy drink thing. And there was this rumor um, or this prevailing thought. That the club is going to be sold by Red Bull, right? This I feel like this also sounds like a mixed disc group poem. No, no, no. This is a mixed disc group conspiracy theory poem. How about this? A lot of the fans think that the club was going to be sold or that Red Bull was going to pull back on their branding. Okay. And they were going to bring back Metro. Like oh, Metro, okay, Stars. Metro Stars. Yeah. Now, do you remember the Metro Stars jersey? I do. Which is? The Atlanta United jersey. That's right. <laughs> the exact same one. So... Atlanta United. Atlanta United snuck in this year and stole that color scheme. So Red Bull, if they do bring back Metro, can never bring back the red and black. It is now Atlanta United's jersey. So Atlanta United, I think they're wearing their white because that's their away kit. But if I'm not mistaken, NYCFC plays, I'm sorry, uh, Red Bull play in a white, white and red. So they're going to probably be wearing the red and black for the first match. The Red Bull fans are going to have to sit there and stare at a club wearing the Metro Stars kit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it is very odd that the Atlanta, the Atlanta United have the Metro Stars logo on there. They have right. the badge yeah. right on there. Right on the butt, really. which is not the place to put it. I don't think. Uh, yeah. So it, it's just a slap in the face. A complete slap in the face. I, I, in the plate, in the face. I think this is going to be big for a lot of the NYC, uh, for a lot of the Red Bull fans. They're going to be very upset that they're going to see a team with their, the color scheme that they hope and wish and prayed would come back. We we didn't talk about this last week, but I, I did mention the CONCACAF Champions League game. Uh, I did watch the one uh, the Red Bulls against Vancouver. They have the second leg that's that's this Thursday, right? Uh, Sasha question missing another penalty. Uh, that's his thing. That's his thing. I I tweeted he out his opportunities to talk to us, and he misses <laughs> penalties. It's uh, both are equally ashamed. I mean, you know, one may be more important than the other. I'll let you guys decide. Yeah, he but he's equally devastated for both. Uh, <laughs> but it is, uh, you know, they uh, they, they tied one one. Uh, it was a goal by uh, Kakuta Mane, and then Bradley by Phillips scored one as well. Right, uh, Kakuta Mane looks incredible, by the way. This is. A couple of things happening here because we got a couple of tweets about it. Uh, people asking why was no one at this Red Bull? No one there. There were so few people that it's it's 
Look, I'm not a, a Red Bull supporter, but it is insulting. Part, right. Partly I, being a New Yorker, I know it's not. They were in New Jersey, but still, you're using the name. It, <laughs> you're making us look bad. Literally, somebody like tweeted at us. We were like, "Yo, what's what's up with your man's? Right? right? What's good with <laughs> what's your boy? You, yeah, what, they're not showing up. Yeah, like, what's yeah. going on? I mean, there were so few people at a big game, and then I, you know, I'm watching the the. The Concacaf Champions League match the next day for uh, the Mexican two, two Mexican sides playing, and it's beyond sold out. Yeah, and there's not there's not a seat anywhere. No, there's people watching, you know, from buildings across the street. These it's are ridiculous. These are big games, all right, and they're important. They this and, is the <laughs> and they need some support. The fact that. That there's so I mean I I understand if you can't fill the thing I understand if you can't there were people only the supporters it looked like the the Red Bulls had like a FIFA ban for for, right. for racism or something so they wouldn't allow, they wouldn't allow. Like a couple of people snuck in <laughs> that's really what it looked like uh, and it, a real shame it, it was very very disappointing there were more people working the concession stands than there were people sitting in the audience. <laughs> I know that's a joke, but it it feels, it feels real. Right. It feels right. <laughs> like I know you said a joke, but like maybe it's because it's funny because I'm it's like true. now I gotta look up uh, I mean, I'm, average concession stand points, stadium, how many right. capacity. It's that uh, beautiful mind image right yeah. now. It's all the then algorithms. I, I started looking at the district and the population <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like, how many people need work. I mean, think and about like, the last sentence. What's uh, <laughs> what's the unemployment rate in <laughs> in that district? What is the GDP? Actually, I need to look that up real quick because yeah. it feels it feels kind of accurate. It feels like it's right, but that yeah, that was a really big shame. Uh, more people, I mean, look, I, I, you, and you know, I mean, we're the last people should that have to tell Red Bull support to go to your damn games. Like, yeah, it's and, crazy. and you know, the, people are going to think this is us piling on the Red Bulls because the big rub against them a lot. You know, the, the, they obviously have a lot of success on the pitch. The big rub against them is is the success in the stands, and they just don't have it. But this is beyond what you what we normally even make fun of you for. Yeah, this is like this is next level. This is no one there, and it's and here also it's not against like some team you've never heard of from the second division of Honduran League. Yeah. This is, this <laughs> this is a Vancouver. Vancouver White Cups. This is a, a good side. Yeah. I mean, uh, another MLS club. Even that, at the very least, I can't imagine CONCACAF Champions League tickets can be that expensive. No. I can't. They can't even be more expensive than a regular MLS game. Maybe it's because CONCACAF doesn't have a song like the Champions League song. Oh yeah, you can, you've mentioned this before. Oh, how does the Champions League song go? This is a champion. <laughs> That's that's what it is. That's what's missing. That's the that's the track. That's, a, come on. that's, that's gonna get all the Red Bull fans out to the, to the Red Bull like, Arena. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> Have I you mean, heard I, that track? Is pure fire. <laughs> we gotta come up with one. Concacaf champions. No one is watching. <laughs> people, people go to look in Mexico. They're there. They're yeah. there. I mean, we can, we we have to at least Guatemala. They're there. You know what I mean? They like go to those are, games. Yeah, know? man. It, it was a it was a bummer. So, um, uh, the the second leg is coming up. I, I, you know, I, Red Bull seem like they should. They could have. They should, should have easily won that match. Uh, it was yeah. Question try to do a, a, a Panenka. And it was just, it's just bad. It's a Pinonka. Oh, anyway, <laughs> it, it didn't look good. So, um, uh, yeah. So much like that, the joke that just bombed of mine. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, there's going to stay tuned guys. There'll be more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're keeping score, <laughs> uh, but no, this is, uh, this is exciting. We're, we're you know, we, uh, we were, uh, uh, pumped about the, the season last season, but now I think we're, we're really, uh, especially with the fantasy, with having gone to the MLS Cup, we're much more emotionally invest, invested than we were. One hundred percent. We feel like we're a part of the league. We just haven't been invited to any of the meetings or anything, but we feel like we're a part of it. We'll get there. Yeah, 
we'll get there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we should go to um, our interview. Because uh, this oh, this is going to be big. This is huge. So we find, we got uh, this. Our, this is our first player interview on the podcast. Yeah, and I will say that this this also happened really organically. This isn't like you know back channel emailing. Yeah, or managers to talk to or anything. your agent. Right, it's none just, of that. It's just like yo, hit me up. What up? I'm free when yeah. this time. What it do? <laughs> uh, and it was um, it was really organic. And I got to say, like you know, uh, we met Juan Agudelo at MLS Cup. And uh, we weren't sure if we should bother him or not. You know, yeah. he was just sitting there. With almost, almost any player, you sort of sense that. Right. And, like, of- and, and he was cool. Sasha Kleshton was like, you should not have bothered me. <laughs> no, uh, no. Let's, okay, let's just clear this up. So yeah. I, I didn't necessarily feel like he didn't want us there like he didn't want us to talk oh, to him 100 percent. i mean could not, not have a hun- been not a hundred no i'm telling you <laughs> for me you may be at like 30 i'm at a hundred i i this is what i felt more i felt more like sasha question did not want to be there at all regardless yeah he you know when someone goes oh guys this is my friend i haven't seen him in a while go away <laughs> That lets you know, like that. As soon as we walked away, he said to that dude, "Hey, I don't know who you are, but thanks for saving me." I'm telling you, <laughs> you think he said that? Okay, that's 100. That's fine. Look, that attitude. Yo. We have, and everyone else. Like, can I say that overwhelmingly, everyone was like a sweetheart, dude. Even like guys that everyone thinks is a jerk, like Alexi Lalas. He was like, everyone was very nice. To yeah, us, he yes. couldn't. He couldn't. Sasha Kleshin was the only one who was a little sour. I would say. Yeah. And, but I sent, and, and we, and you know, we had asked him about this, but and it really felt like. Being at the being at MLS Cup party when you're not part of the MLS Cup is you know you feel a little weird. Juan was cool. Juan was cool. So Sean Johnson was cool. Yeah, well, CJ Sapong seemed like he was having some, a good time. Look, but there's different. Look, like I, I, this is how I attribute it. Like you, you think of Kobe Bryant, right? Kobe Bryant is is it's unbelievable competitor. Michael, are you Gord- about to compare Kobe Bryant no, to Sasha Glass? I'm. I'm Comparing maybe their competitive spirit. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan had they had no, they didn't want any part of anything unless they were at the at the finals. You know how a lot of players they, sure. they don't watch the Super Bowl. They I'm don't letting watch, you gonna go with. It. I'm they, gonna let you go with this until see what happens. But I think so with, far I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? But about? But I think with Sasha, Clay, I think that, that it was that. I think he just didn't really a hundred percent want to be there. And he had such a competitive spirit that he's like, I'm, I'm not a part of the game. Then he would have treated everyone that way, not just us. I, I, I can't say how he treated everyone. Uh, you know. can because we have, we have a variable, which is we saw him interact with someone after us. <laughs> but someone he knew. Sure. <laughs> sure. That guy came over fanboy. Maybe he's not like a, a, a really good with like new people. Uh, look, whatever. I'm not why gonna you, why you got so many excuses for this guy. You gonna write poetry about him? Is that what you're gonna do? Hit up mix. Let me get my hit up mix. My anthology of Sasha <laughs> Question poems. Hit up mix, he'll teach you I how to I just don't think he hated us. That's that's all. No, I don't think he hated us either. I think he gave us uh he, he kind of gave us an attitude. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, You're on the just- enemy board, <laughs> Sasha Kleshin and that dumbass mustache is on it now. All right, you've you've you you put on notice, Sasha yeah. Kleshin. Until you get as far as Cooligans is concerned, because we I'm saying this for both of us, whether you like it or not. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> You're not a friend of the podcast. Okay, Juan Agudelo, however, uh, uh, completely different. Yeah, he is. He he's gonna get a bust. Yeah, yeah, of- for okay. sure. <laughs> 
Uh, that dude is absolutely cool. And how about this? We got a chance to not only talk to him and meet him at MLS Cup, uh, but we gave him the opportunity to come on the podcast and he jumped at that opportunity. And it's absolutely amazing. Took us a while to get it scheduled. We didn't want to bother him while he was at the January camp and whatnot. Uh, but he's back. He's back with his team. His team's about to start. A New England Revolution are about to start playing. Yeah, they, um, play, you know, they play on uh, Sunday against Colorado, the, the yeah. Colorado Rapids. So, I mean, he's got a lot of fun things to say. He's a fun dude. Listen to this episode. I uh, listen to this next segment. It's going to be our interview with Juan Agudelo. So we'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that first segment. We got the second segment coming right up. First, we just wanted to break in real quick and ask you to do us a huge favor. Yeah, all we want, to, all we want you to do is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is the, oh, man. That's the big... Look, we're working... We work very hard on this podcast. We're also making a, a very concerted effort to put out some more video content for you guys. And we want to get some people li- uh, watching those videos as well. Yeah, I mean, right now, you got about like 30 more seconds before the second segment comes up. So I beg you, if you're on your phone, you can do other stuff while while you're listening to this podcast, why don't you click on YouTube, the YouTube app? Why don't you put in soccer, cooligans, and just hit that subscribe button? And if you can hit that little bell, that notification lets you know every time we put up a video. We're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week. We have a video right now that's called FIFA the News that we're playing FIFA and we're seeing we're having that predict the biggest match. And we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video, and there's a lot of cool editing that's involved. It takes a long time, but it's really, really funny. Exactly. So uh, look, we're doing a lot of work. We want just a little bit of validation little yeah, that's little, it just a little bit is that that hard, <laughs> that's hard. come on we're, so we're just two two little comedians <laughs> yeah. want a little like too poor i would like some more please <laughs> some more followers and subscribers on our youtube so yeah. if you can hit the like button comment on some of the videos if you can at the very minimum hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends it would be absolutely amazing yeah, everybody. What's up? All right. We're back. And uh, we teased this. We talked about this. We, we didn't did. think it was going to happen. We, we, it's because nothing good ever happens to us. No, not at all. <laughs> not, all of a sudden we get mad emo. <laughs> what are we mixed discarude? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> we write in poetry, me and you. Oh, we got to we got to get into that later. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Uh, we might have talked about it in the last segment, but this segment, this is a big moment for us, man. Um, this is someone that uh, we're really happy uh, that we get a chance to talk to. Uh, not only. Uh, is he a national team player? Not only is he an incredible talent uh, for the MLS, not only is he Latino, which yeah. means a lot to both of us, mm. um, but also he's calling us right now from this insane German whip. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving and like he is, put your hands together for the one, the only New England Revolution starting forward, Juan Agudelo, everybody. Juan, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How we <laughs> yeah. doing? There he is. I swear to God, this is not our cousin. This really is Juan Agudelo. <laughs> That's right. I mean, he, he sounds like all of our cousins, but... A hundred percent. Unless he's like, the middle. <laughs> well, you grew up in Jersey. <laughs> there it is. There That's it right. is. Yeah, oh, that's authentic. Now everybody knows. Oh, these guys are, these guys are legit. Yeah. I know, right? We should just do this whole thing in Spanish, really fuck with all the white people that listen to us. <laughs> be like, is it really him? Uh, so... So you you grew up a little bit in Colombia. Just to give a little people a bit of background, you were born in Colombia. Uh, but what? Yes. When did you come to Jersey? Because you grew up in Jersey. Yes. So I was born in uh, Manizales, Colombia. I grew up in Cali, and then I moved to the New Jersey when I was eight years old. Like most Colombians, that's like, what, that's, that's the that's, standard. Yeah. yeah, the retirement. You retired <laughs> in New Jersey at eight. Yeah. So, 
Sorry for being original. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah. you, you moved to Jersey. Were you living in South Jersey, North Jersey? Were you like in Patterson or whatever? I was living in South Jersey, but then I moved up close to Patterson because that's where all the Colombians migrate that's, to. Yes. That's, that's why I asked. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's it's your homeland. You, you smell the arepa and you got to go right towards <laughs> yeah, it. Right? You're like you New, go. New yeah. Cali, which is also known as Passaic, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, so did you, did, Is obviously soccer is a part of your family, right? Like that's something that like you're, you're, your uh your you know your older brothers or something or maybe cousins played or your parents yeah no nah, definitely my dad he still plays he uh he played in division five in columbia okay <laughs> but, nah. don't laugh don't laugh all right <laughs> uh, i'm laughing because there isn't a division five oh, i was gonna say he played for millionarios like d <laughs> yeah nah, like deep now nah. <laughs> but yeah my dad my dad played and everyone Watching uh, El Pibe play on TV, it made me want to be one of those guys, you know, representing, you know, their country uh, on TV. Which you ended up doing for the men's national team here in the U.S., which was, I think you're the youngest person to score for the senior side. Is that true? Or the second youngest? Because I think Pulisic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pulisic just just broke the record. That guy, that German guy, (laughs) just broke it about... uh, I think it was like a year ago. Not sure, but yeah. Maybe, Maybe a little less. Do, do you remind him of that? Does he remind you? what was You text him like, yo, fam, you couldn't wait a couple months? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Just like two more months, I said. I told him, I said, you can wait two more months? I know, you get all that dormant money, you couldn't just like hang out and sit on a hammock? Come on. I know, right? They're going to forget about me. That's what I said. They're going to forget about me now. But dude, you just got back in the national team. How's that feel, man? No, really good. Uh, Bruce is a cool dude, man. He's a cool dude. I had a lot of fun in camp. Wait, you never you never played with him, right? This is your first time having Bruce as a coach, right? Uh, I've always kicked uh, the players that he coached. Never actually played with him. But, yeah, he's a cool dude. He's actually really, really nice, chill coach. Why, why, he, would, you, why would you he, say it's the biggest difference between him and, and Jurgen at, you know, at the moment? Besides the fact that he has a job and Jurgen doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Biggest difference would be Jurgen sort of expressed how he wanted you to play. Uh, Bruce is sort of, you know what to do. This is the small few things I would like you to do in the game, but at the end of the day, you're your own player, so just do you. So, yeah, that was, that's what I would say the biggest difference is. is. Is that better for you? You think that's easier, or would you rather have? Because I know there was like... You know, there was all this talk, and you don't have to confirm it or whatever, but there was a lot of this talk about, like, the players not really uh, sort of digging what Jurgen was doing. Is it easier when someone says, like, go out there, you know, maybe find these space. Here's, like, ABC that I want you to do, but go out there and be yourself. Or is it easier when someone straight up says, here's A through Z, what I want you to do? Yeah, just just very few directions. I think as a player, you just take it in, and you're not sort of, how do you say, like, congested in the head of, Oh, I got to do this, that, that, that. If you just take a couple, couple di- like directive, you know, orders, then you don't think about it too much, and you can still do you on the field. That's kind of similar. Yeah, Bruce, you know, Bruce is like a. He sounds like a yoga teacher. You know, yeah, he's man, just, yeah. he's just really. Just he's like everybody, hang out. You know, everyone just be chill. Although he's mad broken, he's like everybody. I got all of you a chicken palm sandwich. So you know, if you win, you get to eat the chicken palm. If not, you don't get it. You know? He's probably easier to he understand. Actually, yeah. 
he actually said that before the Jamaica game. How did you know that? <laughs> I, don't know. I was there, dude. I'm actually his there. Delhi spirit coach. I don't know if you know that. I'm his Delhi consultant. Wow. <laughs> Although he mad LA now. He probably is doing yoga, even with the belly, which I respect <laughs> as a big dude. <laughs> well, now the so the, the MLS season about is about to begin. You know, we're absolutely stoked. Uh, we're excited. It's uh so look, uh, the the revolution are gonna be what they're playing at uh, Colorado. So how how do you feel about this season, uh, how's uh, you know, how's training? How's this week? What, what's the week before the MLS season begins? What, what what is that even like for for an MLS player? Well, it's like it's a lot of excitement because you're ready to get going, you're ready to get the season going, and I like our odds this year. I think we're dangerous in a lot of areas, which is good if we want to you know float it up to the big man Kai up there to get score some headers. We could do that. And if they're sitting back, we can just play underneath. And we have we have the players like, you know, Lee, Diego, and, and Kellen and Teal that, you know, can create some give and goes underneath if the aerial threat is what they're defending. And then when then again, when we're do doing when we are doing our give and goes, we can just float it up there. So I like our threats offensively and defensively. We'll sort it out and then. Take it from there. Is the plan for you, Kai, and Fagundes to be on the pitch at the same time? Um, <laughs> I don't know the plan. I'm not the coach. <laughs> but we'll see. Because that's in, insane. In I mean, that's like firepower. Yo, that's, <laughs> yeah. Lee Wynn's got a lot of options. You know, yeah. some would say too many if you look at his hair, but like, I mean, just on the pitch, though, he's got a lot of places he can send them passes to. That's why. Let me ask you about this, because like when you started, I wouldn't say you were lanky, but you you are much you're sort of much like a like a bigger upper body strength dude now. I think on Instagram you got this thing where you're doing pull ups with chains on you, like you filming an LL Cool J video <laughs> in the nineties. Uh, that, that was my necklace. That was my That's necklace. your necklace. I didn't know you were. <laughs> what are you you shopping at the DMX yard sale? <laughs> you, got, you got just this big ass eighty pound chain around your neck. I didn't know. I didn't know you were stunting like that out in Boston. But let me ask you a question. Like, what is it? What's your, cause it seems like you're much more of a back to goal, kind of a traditional center forward, maybe in the vein of like a, of like a Giroux or like a Altador where you're comfortable playing with your back to the goal, maybe, uh, you know, drop the pass off to your, to your midfielders. And then you turn around. Are you, you know, trying to be more of a poacher? I feel like when you started, you were much more, you know, sort of facing a defender, attacking a defender. Then again, you were playing with, you know, different forwards. You were playing with guys like Henri and uh, there was that, the bald British dude. I can't remember his name. Rogers. I think uh, that you were, yeah, that crazy motherfucker. He one time, (laughs) he one time just kicked a ball at a girl in a wheelchair during a game. (laughs) But not intentionally. There's no way. I'm not sure. He was kind of an angry dude. He's not allowed back in the country because he fought somebody. Anyway, so not to talk about uh, Rogers, but uh, you had different players around you. Like, what do you think your style of, I guess, being a forward is? I would say I do like being close to the goal and, and, you know, doing the things that you said, holding the ball up and things like that. But there's times in the game where you feel out of the game because you're not, you know, touching the ball as much. So if you just if I could just drop in a little bit more and get some touches on the ball, get some you know, passes in and things like that. It kind of integrates me into the game more. And, um, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty good with my feet and I can, you know, create assists, not just score goals, you know? 
So just yeah, just good. just tell everybody, tell all the midfielders, get me the rock. That's yeah, it. Just get me, get me, yeah. give me the rock, and I'll I'll make something happen. We should create. We should create a new word for it. You know, pass me the arepa. <laughs> yeah, that's a. And let me put some sauce on it. I don't know if that <laughs> makes any sense, but I feel like no pass one's gonna call. The, Go ahead. Pass me, pass me the. Buñuelo, I'll put some grease on it. There That's it, it is. <laughs> Pass me the Buñuelo. <laughs> Let me put some grease on it. And you know everyone's not going to say nothing because they're afraid of being racist. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're not going to say anything. <laughs> Let Juan, let him say what he I wants. Know. You know? Lee's like, look, I'm confused as you guys are. But Juan's coming to the meeting. Everybody remember the Enya on the top of the end. You know? uh, well, now now that um, I, I see the, the revolution very closely tied to the New England Patriots, what, what was your... Uh, take on 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 the Super Bowl on on on, on the pressure the Patriots just won. Did they invite y'all to the parties? I hope they invited y'all to the parties because Robert Kraft, right? Uh, yeah, no, nah, we we were in preseason, but Damn. even if we weren't, I don't know if we would have gotten invited. Really, but, that's insulting. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. yo, Robert Kraft. Somebody got to get Robert Kraft some new Air Force Ones <laughs> from the New England <laughs> Revolution, so he remembers that he owns y'all. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. What is your goal for this season? Uh, like, not just as a club, like individually, like, are you looking to rack up the assists this season? Like, are you looking at like, what, 20 goals? Like, you know, something small? Uh, my goal is, uh, I think as long as everyone on the team plays well, we're going to get far and we're all going to look good. Uh, personally, I would love to make the all-star team, but I mean, I know how high that goal is, but then again, I, I set a goal to win an R8, and I did win an R8. Look at that. So, you need exactly. to put a picture of you playing in the uh, in the All Star game in the R8. In the R8. In the R8. Just we should we should have the R8 just doing donuts. And if the rumor that you guys are, that the All Star game is going to be against Real Madrid is true, you know Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be like. I don't know what this RH is doing out here, yeah. but I think I'm faster than it. I think I'm faster than this thing. He'll bring out his Bugatti or yeah, something. Yeah, right? He brings out a Veyron with, with Lil Wayne in the passenger seat. And we're like, is this even a match anymore? <laughs> just outdid me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I, I feel like that's a very... Uh, uh, Modest, a, not even the modest, but accomplishable goal. Yeah, you I know, can see that. You, you and we know. could lead the charge. Is it by vote? Is the MLS All Star Game by vote? Yeah, I believe. I believe so. Part of it is by vote, and and some get included into it. Um, like the reserves are I picked by know. the coach, right? Um, I think so. Why don't we yeah, do this? We're yeah, gonna yeah. we're gonna do we're gonna start a voting uh, a whole voting campaign. Yeah, to get Juan Agudelo campaign campaign start campaign it up. get, <laughs> get Agudelo in the All Star game. Some charisma in the All Star game, so just start it up. Yeah, well, that finally, <laughs> finally, that'll, that? that'll be nice. A little bit yeah. of character. Yeah, as opposed to just yeah. like aged Europeans and a bunch of quiet guys <laughs> from America. <laughs> Even the dude with the dreads, man. I thought he'd come out and he'd be like, "What's his name, Beckerman?" I wanted him. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. First time I saw an interview with him, I wanted him to be like, "Wagwan." You know? <laughs> I just wanted him to like really buy into the whole thing. <laughs> and he was yeah. just like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Kyle." I'm like, "Damn it." Man, imagine he was like everything Irie in in Salt Lake. (laughs) 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 It's like my man, them. Anyway, uh, so you've got you've obviously got the goal set for this year. You think the club is looking good outside of your club, and I know you guys pay attention to some of the other clubs. We got Atlanta United coming in. They're dropping tons of money on these players. They're bringing in some amazing players. What is other than the New England Revolution? What's one of the other clubs that you got your eye on? 
that you're like, yo, they could do a lot of damage. Is it NYCFC? You know, we're both NYCFC fans. Is it Red Bull, your old club? Anyone at all? Who do you got your eye on that you like, yo, I think they could do some damage this year? Yeah, I think, like you said, I'm not just saying this because you said it, but Atlanta, I think, I saw them uh, in preseason and they were, they looked pretty sharp. And not only they're starting 11, they have a couple subs that can come in and make a difference. But NYFC too, I mean, they're definitely better than last year with the with the guys they added on to the, to the team. I was hanging out with some of them in um, Arizona, and yeah, they're cool. And uh, what other team? I think Dallas. Dallas is always a threat. Yo, they're always, right? Their academy is like bar none at this point, man. They just keep bringing up these kids, and they're all like mad skilled. Yeah, I don't don't know where they get these kids from, man. (laughs) Right? I'm trafficking, yo. I think they're bringing these kids in. <laughs> the, yeah. the speedboat from the Caribbean and shit. Yeah, FC Dallas yeah. Is, is the first team. Like they're telling like Trump, like don't build the wall. We don't. We can't. We don't need any more. No, you know they're like go ahead build the wall. We'll find a way. We always do. <laughs> they got tunnels. They got Ed Chapo is their head of recruitment. <laughs> yeah. This kid's really good. And also, why do they have uh, teardrop tra- teardrop tattoos? Yeah, he, he might uh, Chapo might be part owner. I'm yeah. Not sure. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yo, Chapo was wearing a Yeezy season two shirt when he got arrested the last really? time. Imagine he's just wearing like <laughs> Advocare on his chest. He's got an FC Dallas kit. And he's like, yo, before yeah. I go, just really good luck. I'll be hope Fabio and Castillo comes back. He's like, he got yeah. a lot of info. Catch yo, him in the suite, just chilling. Right? And, you mean his jail cell? <laughs> the penthouse jail cell he's in right now? Uh, yeah. I guess out of everyone in the league, including players that you're that you play with, who would you say is like the coolest dude in the whole league? Obviously, besides yourself, you know, and also you have to remember we're not in the league. You probably want to say us. That's right. But other than us and yourself, <laughs> who's the coolest dude? In, like who's got like the best personality in the league? Like who would you actually want to hang out with after a match? After a match. That's a tough one. That's this. I like people that interview and ask strange questions, but <laughs> I like this. Well, then, yeah, that's there you tough. Go. <laughs> then that's us. <laughs> Um, J- Javinko is a cool dude, and he's definitely going to pick up the tab. So I'll definitely roll with J- Javinko after the yeah, game. Well, that makes go. that's that, enough right there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I figured it'd be I figured it'd be someone crazy like uh, although yeah. D Rosario is not in the league anymore, but I heard he's insane. Yeah, nah, yeah, D kind of runs Toronto. He runs Toronto, so maybe yeah. him is. Yeah, if I were to go with like a, a alumni, it would be D Rosario. There you go. For See, sure. we were really close to I know he threw a party after MLS Cup. We were really close to going, but we were so exhausted that by the time mm-hmm. we like figured out if we were going to go or not, we didn't go. But Ethan White, who was there taking pictures, uh, the uh, NYCFC defender, was like, yo, are you guys going to T-Rose party? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the first time we heard about it. Like, of course you are. Of course yeah, we got of course, invited. Of course we were invited. Yeah. yeah. We have the, it's, the invitation is, we got the email. Yeah, we got the, we got the box. He sent us a box. It was cool, you know, with the, the pamphlet. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> The, the the one thing I want, did want to ask what's uh, now that Kai's been there uh, you know for a little while longer you guys got to uh, share a preseason together what's that what's that relationship like now I, not not only on the pitch but uh, you know off the off the field as well has he ingratiated himself yeah no nah, he's Kai's a cool dude um, he might be misled sometimes because you know he's a striker and he wants to score goals but he's a cool dude I get along with him a bunch of the guys on the team you know welcome him in and yeah, he's a cool dude and he's good to have because he's a veteran and he knows what's up 
how, how how much attention did you pay to like the, the you know the, the 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 stories before he got there and like why he was traded like do players pay attention to that like noise before a player arrives there like do they have uh, some preconceived notions of of the player that they that the club just signed yeah oh, definitely i mean we we talked about it in the locker room before he came in and but it, it kind of just washed away pretty quickly when like the first two days he's you, everyone realized uh you know this guy means well he's a cool dude i mean everybody wants a good and first impression and he he stuck with it and for for the next month he was cool and everybody got along you know he's also from like sierra leone like you don't want to fuck with the dude he's seen some <laughs> shit you know nah. everybody's nice to him yeah. be like you know just yeah, everyone well, make sure your diamonds are straight and when, when yeah. a guy come around you might have a cousin on, on the third day he got comfortable and brought his spear and he put in the rock <laughs> oh, just like a, a little warning <laughs> yeah. just a, there's a shield and a spear <laughs> Yeah, everyone remember. Everyone remember. I don't fuck around. <laughs> so, dude, man, you've you've been uh, an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for taking the yeah, time. Th- thank you for you know we met you at the MLS uh, Cup party and you we we walked up to you. You were incredibly kind to us. Uh, thank you. Yeah, so, you actually talked to you us. You actually talked to us, which is way more than Sasha Kleshin did. Uh, <laughs> you know, unless you count rolling eyes at us, that conversation. <laughs> in which case, he is a big a bit of a talker then. Uh, but yeah. you know, you were Matt cool. Um, and, uh, you know, usually we're, we're comfortable talking to people with cornrows and, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, you were just sitting there quietly by yourself and you were mad cool. So thank you so much for coming on our podcast, man. Uh, we'd love to have you back. In fact, we're planning to go up to Boston this year, uh, to catch a match. So we'd love to uh, meet up with you, maybe even do an event or something. Uh, but is there anything you want the fans to know anywhere you want them to follow you? Well, which one of your social media are you uh, really most active on? Yeah. Instagram. I got my Instagram followers up. Twitter, Twitter is up. So don't worry about Twitter. Probably Juan Agudelo. Instagram at Juan Agudelo. With the Hua in there. He's <laughs> the not, yeah, you're not Americanizing it for them. It's not Juan Agudelo. It's yeah. Juan. Well, dude, thank Juan. you so much. Uh, you know, if um, we're going to have, uh, we're going to try to get all the fans to vote for you for MLS All-Star. That's right. Uh, not that you're going to need us. Because I'm telling you, you're going to be out there you're gonna, crazy goals. You're going to put up the numbers to earn every vote. The next exactly. thing we need to do is, do you have a goal dance, actually, before we let you go? Do you have a goal dance? A goal dance. Yeah, this do you have year? a goal celebration? Goal celebration. Nah. Sometimes if it's a nice goal, I'll dance a little salsa, but you that's, throw a little, that's pretty much it. A little bit yeah. of cruise. Golly. Yeah, it's perfect uh we gotta give you one uh we'll we'll think of something we'll think of something and then we'll see if we can get you to do it after you score your first goal man yeah don't don't give me a yellow card but yeah (laughs) well i'm not gonna tell you to twerk no yeah we know i got that covered uh so yeah thank you so much for spending the time with us man hey man it was a pleasure it's fun thank you guys for having me Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Quick break here. I just want to tell you a little bit about On the Volley Apparel. You've heard it so many times. Some of you actually went out and bought some of the gear. It's absolutely incredible. Once again, my favorite hoodie I've ever had in my entire life. Great gear. They make great stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Big I, fan of the podcast as well. Yeah, it's uh, uh, they make uh, yeah, soccer-inspired clothing. Look, you've heard us talk about it before. You've seen uh, you've seen us wearing uh, some of the clothing on, on our videos. Yeah, we're always wearing it on the videos. Uh, it's great stuff. It's, it's urban-inspired. 
It is hip hop. It's a little hood. It's, it's a, a little, little soccer, but it's all dope. Super high quality. Very comfortable and not very expensive. And it's even less expensive exactly. because you listen to us. Exactly. So if you uh, if you use the promo code Cooligans, uh, you'll receive thirty uh, percent off. Uh, that's incredible. That's, that's a hot deal. Come on now. Hot deal. So make sure you use the promo code Cooligans. Look, they uh, right before the MLS season, there's a lot of new uh, uh, apparel, uh, you know, coming out. Sure. So you can, you can check it out there. And they got a whole bunch of new designs and stuff coming out. And again, get their hoodies, get their sweatshirts. They're incredibly comfortable. They got cool T-shirts. They got like three quarter length sleeves. They even got stuff for the ladies. They have stuff. For, they have they have stuff for uh, actual gameplay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They, they have, so listen, if you didn't get something for your girl on Valentine's Day, hustle up. Get something, you get yourself 30% off, make her feel a little better at the end of the week when you get that shipment. And look what I got you, it's on the volley. And they're like, yo, isn't this the same thing Alexis and Christian wear? And then you're like, what, you watching them when I'm not around? And That's then you right. could have an argument you're, because you, how much the girl loves us. You sort that out, right. yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, we're not trying to ruin any relationships no, it's not or marriages. It's not our fault. We're too pretty. <laughs> but make sure, go to onthevalleyapparel.com, onthevalleyapparel.com, and uh, and use the promo code COOLIGANS, Cooligans. and you'll get 30% off. So Three sure. zero thirty percent off. It's a great deal. So uh, do that right now. Yeah, everybody. Oh, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that lovely talk oh. with Juani. What a great guy. What a great dude. Yeah, like I think the thing that, uh, and I hope people listening noticed was uh, was one Juan's comment about like being at the All Star game as the only player with personality. Shots have been fired. Oh, yeah. That's his sheather right there. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, yeah. No, he basically said, and when I kind of agree, yeah. uh, you know, we've met some of these folks. Um, and the other thing is also his level of comfort with us. It just clearly goes to show. We're best friends. That we are absolutely best friends. I mean, we might as well make like bracelets or something, you know, at this point. That's right. That was, uh, that was cool. That, it, it was cool to talk to. Look, we, we, we haven't spoken to that many players. No. Uh, you know, we, we had a long conversation with Jack Harrison. Right. Uh, I would say we, we are really good at building camaraderie and rapport with most players. Sure. The uh, when you say most, I, we've can you, guess which one, <laughs> can you guess which one I mean as an exception? <laughs> look, uh, look. I don't want to pat ourselves in the back just yet. I mean, like we're pretty good. <laughs> we're amazing, everybody. I mean, come on. <laughs> we're building friendships, long lasting friendships. That's right. Uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna be uh, at, at each at like you know next to each other's hospital beds, just like holding hands. <laughs> holding hands. <laughs> Where you just be together forever. <laughs> it's just going to be like, just like uh, the end of a movie. So now we're just waiting for, I guess, the barbecue invite from some of these players, <laughs> whether it's Jack or so, Juan. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, th- this is really cool for us. And I know we we joke around a lot, but like, look, w- again, we we'll have to remind everyone we're just a pair of dumb comedians. We're stupid, <laughs> stupid comedians. And, uh, you know, Professional athletes uh, were like, "Hey, yeah, I'll call into the Cooligans," and and which is ridiculous, <laughs> which is absurd. So I, I, I just don't get it. Don't be mistaken. Yeah, we're just a bunch. We're just dickheads at comedy clubs. Yeah, yeah. we went to a soccer game. We're stupid, <laughs> stupid comedians, and we, and we were like, "Hey, let's talk about this on uh, on a podcast." And it seems to be working. And it seems to be working. So that and it, you know what? And 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 beyond this, the fact you know what, friends, I really care about most is all the friends that we've made 
that are, listen to our podcast. Okay, I thought you were going to say me, but... Okay, well, no, whatever. I mean, obviously yeah. our friendship <laughs> blossomed, if you will. Uh, but just the, some of the friends that we've made, I mean, you know, freaking Dave, you know, Dave, Dave first yeah. and foremost. I mean, I talked to that guy more than I talked to my wife over text, <laughs> you know, and he came with us to MLS Cup as our videographer. I, right. You know, shit like that. That's the kind of shit. Shouts to Dave. Kirby, Igor, Kirby, never Igor, Kirby. Come on, e- Yousef. Always hit me up whenever we do something stupid. It is cool, yeah. You know? The people... People uh, care about uh, what we're doing here. So yeah, there's uh, one of them calling you right now, <laughs> you know? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, th- this was a proud moment for us. That, that was really Very cool. Much so. we we're never- going to have more of, that, more of this. That's right. So, we, yeah, we're going to slide into more DMs. We're going to... Hell yeah. We just got to... We got to keep following the pattern of just uh, accosting players at parties. That's uh, it. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to find you at parties and we're going to corner you. <laughs> you literally... And most of you are going to be cool about it. We're going to box you in mm-hmm. right into <laughs> the corner. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to be it's gonna be so, uh, like, coordinated. You're going to be like, are these guys doing a set piece on yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> these guys- this is from the training ground. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be that uh, core day. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. So uh, for our, this is the last segment of today's show. So, uh, you know, we'll, we haven't uh, done this maybe for a little while, but uh, Cooligan's Corner. Cooligan's Corner. Cooligan's Corner, everybody. You know, where we just uh, do some rapid fire. Uh, stories, uh, some of the stuff. Pow, pow, pow. A little, this, uh, right, right now, we need the, the Soldier Boy interview on uh, Vlad TV. <laughs> yeah. Pow, pow, pow. pow. <laughs> Wait, I pulled his mask off. I knew who it was. It's my favorite. He made a track with that. That, that is idiot. a nightmare. That's what did he say? He was, I'm in the shower. And then I, I hop out the shower and I grab the Draco. Oh, so you have a. <laughs> You have a Romanian AK forty seven hanging on the the shower. Yeah, <laughs> with the towel. Curtain. Are you in the Israeli army? Why do you have a gun? <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, yeah. if you haven't seen this Soldier Boy Vlad TV interview. It is insane. It's wild. It is insane. It's him. Just remember, we said it's Soldier Boy, <laughs> not like a member of the like you know it, it, a reputed gang. I mean, this it, is Soldier it's Boy. It's him. Uh, you know, recounting a story. Uh, but it, honest, it sounds like. Uh, the 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 screenplay to Taken Four. I was gonna say, <laughs> if you think Soldier Boy is telling a story, or if you've never heard it before, you're gonna think he's reading the script for a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> it is insane. It's so crazy, but it's uh, very very funny. So uh, what uh, w- the one thing we didn't get to talk about? We didn't talk about last week because it hadn't happened yet. Right. But uh, obviously, a big story. You've heard it. This is massive. Uh, Claudio Ranieri uh, sacked. As a manager of Leicester City after... You just, and I actually haven't really talked about this. We have not at all. What do you think about this? Because this, this people are going nuts. It's disgusting. Really? Yeah. I mean... I, I thought I saw it coming. You knew this was going to happen. It's... It's, uh, it, it's definitely... It comes into play, the possibility of, of, le- of letting him go. Uh, because if they were winning, this wouldn't happen. If they were in, in, in fourth place right now... Even if they were in tenth place right now, this would not this this wouldn't have happened. Sure, uh, but but apparently this was the players doing. This was a player revolt. There's a lot of rumors, uh, which apparently that's not a good. I mean, people are like, you know, they think of them as like snakes and shit. You know what I mean? Like these aren't. This is bad. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is always a. Um, uh, uh, you know, people always like after somebody, the manager gets sacked, you, you sort of try to decide what side you're on, you know, right. and, and should we have, should we support the player still? It, it seems like the fans, especially after the, the, you know, crushing Liverpool three to yeah. one yesterday, uh, you, nobody really feels 
as bad for Ranieri. I mean, right? That washed some of the ill. The ill because they of lost, and yeah. it would have just been the same. You know, you, we could have continued losing with Ranieri here. Um, it, it, it emotionally, it feels like the wrong decision. There's no way. I don't know who, who could argue. Who could argue that? I was just about to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it feels it feels wrong, but it does feel dirty. But and they weren't even in the rele- uh, relegation zone yet when they let him go. They, the the they, toughest part about it is that is that they got a good result in the first leg. They lost, but they got the away goal. That's right. So you know you can't really walk away from that and feel too bad. In that that was the Champions League. Who did they, Champions League? Who did they play again? I forgot. Oh yeah. Wait. Hold on. Who's Leicester play? Not mm. Sevilla. Was it Sevilla? It was Sevilla. Sevilla. Yes. Yeah, who I'm pulling for. Yeah. I think Sevilla could win the whole thing. So people think I'm crazy, but you know how much I love Sampaoli. I've been talking about how many. I mean, I think I think I brought I'm, up Sampaoli's name. I'm almost getting. I, I get annoyed every time you say his name. That's how I, much you yeah, bring him up. I bring him up. So <laughs> Please, like, can I just say this real quick? I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. We'll go back to it. Although this is about managers, uh, Arsene Wenger. Yes. Walk away. Okay. Everyone, Kroenke, Gazidis, all of you guys, hire Sampaoli because he was the team. He was the the manager of what national team? Uh. Spain, Chile, Chile, and who? Who is the amazing forward from the Chile national team? No, but they don't have anybody that's good. Come on, <laughs> what's his name? It's the same as mine, <laughs> Alexis Sanchez. Sanchez, that's right. So, Arsenal fans, if you want to keep Alexis and you want him to be happy, you do two things. Doesn't he? He looks quite miserable. Oh my god, he looks. Oh god, I feel bad for him. <laughs> Even while he's like burying like three goals in a game, he's like, I'm not happy. Yeah, no, he's not happy. <laughs> not, if you want, enough. if you want Alexis to stay, you have to do two things. You get his homie Vidal okay. out of Bayern, which yeah, which would be easy to do if you also bring in his favorite national team head coach slash manager. Would it be easy? I don't know. Jorge, after the the motherfucking San Paolo, <laughs> after the whipping that Arsenal received from Bayern Munich, why would Vidal want to get out of there? Supposedly Vidal is on the outs and he's up there in age. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm making that up. But uh, you know, there is a rumor that that he would be willing to move to go play with uh, Alexis. So uh, we'll get back to Ranieri in a second. Yeah. But I do want to talk about this. Arsenal did lose to Bayern five to one, five one again last week <laughs> anniversary. Yeah, you didn't go to the to one. You didn't go to the game. You didn't go see the game because you went to to uh, the Napoli. I went to the which everyone saw the video. Yes, but, yeah. everyone. Well, some people the whole the whole world. <laughs> so we have a video uh, of so uh, Alexis went to instead of. Uh, it was. I it tried was to break a, the curse. It was. Yeah. It was. A, it was a, some. You know, some sorcery that you were trying to. So yeah. So <laughs> every year I do the same thing. I put on my kit. I go to the pub and I watch my team lose. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that to happen. So I thought, what if? What if it's me? Yeah. What if I could put on a different team's kit? It's not you. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I said. I called. I called Vanger on the phone and I said, "It's not you. It's me." <laughs> I knew who it was. Uh, I <laughs> love that video. So. I decided I got invited to a Napoli match to go see the, you know, Napoli at, at a big uh, Naples style Italian pizza restaurant, which mm-hmm. we do on the pizza store. Everyone loves it, right? It's a great place. So I thought, here we go. This is going to break the curse. 
Last year we lost five to one. I said, "This is what I'm going to do." And guess what? We're not going to lose five to one. And not only did we lose, we lost five to one. <laughs> uh, so I not only did deja, I break the curse, deja vu. Yes. I got apparently I got nothing to do with it, which actually at the end of the day makes me feel good. It's that not does me. feel pretty good. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> it's literally the same exact result. Yeah. Whether you're there, whether you're not, whether you're alive or dead, it's yeah. just going to be. <laughs> and look, we've had the eight two against Manchester United, the five one. I mean, there's been moments where other managers would not have survived this. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not an Arsene Banger out guy, but I think he has to leave at the end of the season. He's not going to. He said he was going to coach next year. Another season of the same shit. And we're going to lose all these players. And maybe he's going to go out and find better ones. Who knows? This is my, my take on on them just getting crushed that badly. Uh, when I when I look at Arsenal and when I watch Arsenal in the Premier League, uh, they are they are a good side. Yeah. Occasionally there's going to be some sort of upsets, but the expectation is pretty high. But when you look at the p- kind of players that. uh that Arsene Wenger brings in uh, year after year compared to the, maybe the kind of players that uh, Bayern Munich brings in year sure. after year. There's that's, I think it seems like Arsenal is happy with the foundation of players that they have, but they, they don't bring in big guns year after year. You can't say that. No, not year after that. Yeah, you're right then. Because we did bring in Mesut Ozil. We spent, what, 45 million pounds on him. Yeah. But, and but the, we spent the, a grip on Alexis Sanchez. But you're right. But, but the Granit, cast. Granit Xhaka, Lucas Perez, these are not, these are, these are not Robert Lewandowski and, the, you know, no. Arjun Robin. They, 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 they're not those guys. No. So, they, they, so in but the, Granit Xhaka is a great player. Without a doubt. Yeah. But, but they're good for the Premier League. When it comes to Europe, that's, it seems like Arsenal's not really going to get anywhere unless they go out and I guess spend. I mean, I don't know what else. I, I, no, yeah. I mean, look, if you look at the teams that win outside of one year, which is when Leicester won the Premier League, if you look at the teams that win the Champions League and you look at the team that win the Premier League and you look at all those, it's the ones who spend. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, we have to sort of look at, you know, this is the argument against modern football. Those guys don't want this. They want it to be about skill and, and, and they want it to be about, you know, uh, how good of a team you are and how well, you know, disciplined you are. They want it to be about that. Like the old days. It's not that anymore. It hasn't been that since the mid two thousands. Here we are. You know, when I was a kid and I watched soccer, it was fun because you know, the, who had what player wasn't really as important as who, who was playing well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, you know, you're watching it and we know the players, we already know the players that are great. And when they decide to go somewhere, we know what's going to happen. And it generally happens. There are some instances where that doesn't exactly happen. Not to say his name again, because at this point, I'm pretty much a fucking fanboy. Please don't say his name. <laughs> I'm going to say it. <laughs> but if you look at what's happened at Sevilla with Jorge Sampaoli <laughs> and Zanzi, who came from Stoke. This guy was a tall, physical player. He played at Stoke. Stoke. Stoke is basically, sorry about that, everyone. Um, Stoke is basically a uh, Champions League. Uh, not a Champions League. I'm sorry. They're basically an NFL team. You know, Stoke at that point was like just rough and tumble. They didn't oh, have okay, any okay. skill. Yeah, yeah. And he takes in Zonzi and he makes him into what a lot of people would consider the best midfielders in the in the in La Liga. That's right. And then he takes Samir Nasri, who was out. He was out. He was on the outs at Manchester United, at Manchester City. Blah blah blah. He was past it. And now look at him. He's one of the best players. This is what I'm saying. There's very few instances. It's the people that spend. If we're not going to spend, then go out and get someone who can make a major difference with a limited amount of players and money. What's his name? Sampi. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is that <laughs> Professor is what, That's they, call what him. they call him. Okay, so uh, back to Claudio Ranieri. Uh, 
I think it, his time came. You know, I mean, it's just it's just it's just sad. There's no way it's not sad. It's not because he's going to be remembered for what he did last year. He's not going to be remembered for this. <laughs> he this was is an asterisk. Well, he was always known as like the guy who could never sort of. Uh, get that championship Always getting close He was like a really nice guy And you know He, he failed at Chelsea It was just But then Mourinho came in And like, you know what Look at it Honestly if you look at what happened To uh, Leicester two years ago They were close to They were close to losing They mm-hmm. get rid of that What's his name Neil something Nigel Pearson Nigel Pearson That's it They get rid of Nigel Pearson Here comes Rainieri And all of a sudden and By the way Nigel Pearson's the one That brought him up to the Premier League yeah. And he got them up Right, and this is yeah, this is great. So, so, yeah. so then he comes in, and what do you do? He saves the end of the season, and that momentum carries to the next season, and they win again. If the same thing is going to happen, they're going to win next year because <laughs> they, look, they're saving themselves from the drop. This new Shakespeare comes in, saves them from the drop, and then boom, next year they're going to go on this crazy run. He's going to score. Vardy's going to score in the first <laughs> eleven matches. That's exactly what they did with 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 Rainieri. So I don't understand what everyone's flipping out about. They did the exact same thing. It's just because people have hearts and they feel bad for this man. No one felt bad for Nigel Pearson. I think a lot of people felt bad for Nigel. A lot of people were angry because because he be, he kept them up after uh, after they were close to being relegated. Well, no, he left, and the next uh, Rainieri kept them up. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. No, no, no. Nigel Pearson. No, it was Nigel Pearson was the one who kept them in the league the year prior. The year prior, they were they were last. They were out, and they won like nine the last, of their, like, yeah, the nine last, like, of yeah. the last like ten or eleven, and. Then, so everybody was very happy that Nigel Pearson kept them in the league, and then he was sacked right after that, and Claudio Ranieri was brought in. Right, that's true. Okay. But nonetheless, this is the exact same thing they did, essentially. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, you're seeing that just at Leicester, they, they're like, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? They don't know. They don't, like, if you're not winning, they're like, they don't know you. <laughs> no, I don't know who that. <laughs> but you won some last you year, dog? I mean, my mind is like, I think I had a, I had the Alexis flu. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't remember last year at all. I mean, I threw that FIFA game away. I don't even know what you're talking about. Who was on the cover? I don't know. I don't don't remember. Who was on the cover? Was it George Best? How long ago was this? You know what I mean? That seems to be what was going on at Leicester where they're maintaining a high standard. But again, there were a lot of rumors that some of the players were not happy with Ranieri. Uh, You know, for, for a long time, I just sort of thought like, oh, Conte's not there. He he seemed to be like the crux of what sort of kept the team together in the midfield. Yeah, but it seems like there were bigger problems than than just that. A lot of people are saying, although this Liverpool match could have been just momentum. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just feel good about and yourself. It, and also, you know, second half of the season, Liverpool is just they, they basically have cement on their feet. I, I think that, I think actually they're being trained by Rainieri, <laughs> to be honest. So I, that's another Liverpool. They were what? They were like in second place at some point. They might have been first at some point. I don't know the what the definition of this word is, but it feels right. They they're capitulating. They're capitulate. Well, yeah, that is the, that's surrendering essentially. Okay, is that what that means? I have no idea. Yeah, it's another word for. It, it. feels like it means like it's falling apart because that's kind exactly of, yeah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah, and but but this happened last season, even under even Klopp. with Klopp. Yeah. You know, I, I guess what people are suggesting that he he sort of trains too hard, or the gag and pressing is what, what makes them not last throughout the year. You know, when he came in, he was surprised that the English fans were so uh, so enamored with gag and pressing. He's like, why do you guys care so much about this? He's like, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, I don't know. I, I think any, it's like, that's any, why you're hired, homie. You I think anytime, I mean? uh, you know, somebody says a German is coming to England to be incredibly offensive and aggressive, they're like, 
We better we better look we better read up on this. I, know, I feel like they planned this one time. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. then the American owners of Liverpool come in to help <laughs> and right? save the day. Exactly. I do that all the time when I have Brits on the pizza tour. I was like, you know, I don't know if you remember, uh, you know, we beat Italy in World War II, and I turn around, and I go, "You're welcome," and they always <laughs> hate it. They always hate it. Oh boy. So look, it, uh, I personally feel so sad because you know everybody was talking about uh, throughout last year. Do you want Rainier to be the coach? Of Everton. Of Everton, no. Okay. I, I, then, I, then you don't feel that bad. Yeah, Ever, Everton's won like, they're, they're like an 11 game, like uh, they haven't lost in like 11. They're having a pretty good, they can't move out of seventh place because. Well, yeah, I mean, what's his, you know, United's been in six, yeah, six no right? matter what's going <laughs> so, on. So that's basically what's going on, but they're keeping up. So that, that's been, that's been and great. How annoying is it that the Brits say sixth? Sixth. No, they no. say sixth. Sixth, um, which I don't know why. Right? It's like you spelled it S-I-C-T-H. Sixth. Okay. That's annoying as hell. Sixth. Yeah. And they, they also do Z. Is that um, England or that's Australia? Uh, Canada does that too. Canada Z. You know I, what else Canada does that really annoys me? Mazda. Mazda. What is that? What, what as is opposed that? to Mazda. Oh, yeah. That's the a, car. They say Mazda. It's no good. Ugh. No there's good. an A there. Stop it. Ugh. Stop it right now. I know. Come on, Canada. <laughs> Enough of this. Canada. <laughs> Mazda. What are you doing? Mazda. We let Looney and Tooney go, which is what you call your money, right? <laughs> oh, that's what they call it? I didn't yeah, know that either. Their $2 coin is called a Toonie. Uh, well, okay, I, right? it, it just sounds like a racial slur, so please stop it. <laughs> right, stop yeah. it right now. But against who? Exactly. <laughs> we don't know. I'm not sure who you're trying to offend, <laughs> but I'm offended on their behalf. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, well, I w- was going to say, like, last year, Leicester City, th- that whole thing, everybody was talking about, who's going to play Jamie Vardy in the movie of Leicester City? And uh, now the... It, the ending it, of that movie, mad boring, you know? <laughs> the, the ending of, like, this movie it has to, you know, the, the, whatever Disney film they make, like... <laughs> right. They, like yeah, they, yeah. If they do that for Leicester City, that in a world, <laughs> <laughs> the final, the final caption after they're celebrating better be the damn Taiwanese owners of of Leicester City were like, oh, Ranieri, no. Even though yeah. you provided us this great dream, we still had to let him go. It's like the first movie is like Rocky. The second movie is a horror film. You know? <laughs> it's a, what is it? King Power Stadium 2. It's just cold. That's all. It's just cold. But you got to do what you got to do. It's you got to do It's business. It's business. It's business. Exactly. You can't take that shit to the heart. It's business. <laughs> so, um, so you want to soft on me now, Ranieri? <laughs> go it, get your goddamn pizza and get out of here. Well, uh, there's a couple things in MLS. Then, then we'll wrap this up. Uh, this is uh, obviously the, the the season starting on Friday. We're very excited about it. This is it. This is a big one. But there, just a couple of days ago, there was a big, uh, big move uh, between Orlando City and uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Speaking of finding out about uh, Canadian customs, uh, Giles Barnes. <laughs> Giles Barnes from the Vancouver Whitecaps. And also Jamaican national team. Yeah. But originally he was last year, he was he started the season with the Houston Dynamo. Houston Dynamo, yeah. Then got sent over to Vancouver. A lot of skill, a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, big move. He's going to Orlando. And from Orlando to Vancouver. Another former men's national team player that seems to be on the outs, Breck Shea. Breck Shea, yeah. So um, you may not see this very much in, uh, obviously you don't see it in other leagues, like official trades. Yeah, they don't do player for player swaps very often. Uh, Sometimes they'll do that to hit like certain value numbers. Sometimes they, 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 they sell players like if they, as like a, oh, we'll, we'll, give you this player if you sell us this player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so that happens occasionally. Uh, but no, so the uh, uh, one-for-one trade between uh, Breck Shea and Giles Barnes. 
And my initial take, uh, Orlando is clearly the winning side here. Uh, I mean, if Breck Shea can get back to his pre-Stoke move form, I'm not so sure. Maybe. Yeah. Because Breck has the ability to play a forward, a midfielder, or a defender, or a wing. He can and, play up and down that wing. And he was playing, uh, he was playing as a defender uh, for Orlando. Yeah. Uh, uh, left back or right back. I don't remember which exactly. Um, but, and you know, he, he provided, uh, he, he had that one goal off the outside of the foot. I forgot. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like a buzzer. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So look, we know what he's capable of, but sort of right now thinking of Orlando sort of attacking with Giles Barnes. Yeah. Kaka Barnes, Lauren, uh, Kyle Lauren, uh, and who's that other dude? They, they, Molino. Molino, He went, he went, he went to Minnesota, Minnesota for a lot. But even those three still, it's still pretty like tough, yeah. a, tough a, attacking, uh, uh, you know, especially players. when you have Kyle Lauren and Kaka. I mean, those players, both of them are great. Yeah. As far as when, when uh, look, it, it looks like, um, Orlando gave up a little defense for offense. Yeah. But the offense does seem a little bit, you know, scary. At yeah. This point. But also, you know, Breck Shea was more of a wing back. If anything, I don't think he was really that great defensively. What I love about, Breck, what I remember him when he was at uh, FC Dallas was his attitude. I always thought he had the right attitude to play in a city like New York, you know, even back then before we really had a team. Uh, he he had that like... He could, fit in, he could fit in well with the goth community and his big pants. Yeah, with those stupid big pants. <laughs> God, you know, right now he's going to buy the, the world's largest snowboarding pants. You oh, know, right. now that he's going to Vancouver, Vancouver yeah. and Whistler. <laughs> um, but, you know, he had the I right... Like, he I'm was one of those guys that, like, if you came up to him, he would, like, push you. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't one of those guys that let you get in his head. And maybe that was... Maybe people could, would get under his skin for sure, but he just wasn't one of the, He wasn't soft in any way, shape, or form. He was willing to push and be yeah, like... Yeah. He was his own man. And I love that. He ran with that attitude. He had that type of sort of tough, like, you're not going to knock me off this ball. And I love that about him. But he's another one of those players that also has, like, a lot of outside you know, influences, you know, like he's an artist and, 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 you know, he's just one of those dudes that's doing too much, not enough footballing. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I think, uh, do you think that's an issue, uh, with Breck, just with players, you know, these outside sort of, uh, you know, interests, uh, with, I feel like with MLS, that's like the least thing I would be concerned about just cause they, okay. because just in general, they're not giving that, that much attention where like, like they can go, they can go to nightclubs and nobody know who they are. Nobody's going to like, they, they're going to be like, right. Hey, I'm Brexit. Can I get in the VIP? Like who get yeah. out of my, <laughs> I don't you, give a shit what religion you are. <laughs> get about it. Like, no, it's my name. You're going to buy two bottles. Yeah. Like you're supposed to, cause I don't yeah. know who you are. Hey, yo, does anyone know a player named Donka Shane? <laughs> like, no, no, I said it's Breck Shea. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so in general, yeah, I'm not super concerned with it. Uh, and there's something to me about soccer players, especially American soccer players, that I don't know. It doesn't lend itself too easily to like some crazy, crazy party lifestyle, or I don't know. You just don't see those guys. I don't know. I'm sure they. There's clearly some that. May, may enjoy doing coke off of hookers or whatever, but it's not a thing. Uh, uh, you don't hear about it. I don't. I can't. I can't imagine who that would even be. You know, that could be yeah. that that nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I would <laughs> love it if that was the case, though. It'd be great. <laughs> who 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 would who's the biggest bad boy? Or who would be like the first? If you could think of someone doing cocaine off a stripper, who would be the first person that comes to mind? Kyrie Sheldon. <laughs> I would no the the three way photo. No, is I, what brings that up. No, I don't think so. I think he he seems like such an innocent. Yeah, he boy. is a nice guy. He's a nice kid. 
I can't. I can't imagine it. Who's like? A, who's like a like a just a debaucherous DP? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe Jermaine Jones. Yeah, the closest. But I don't see him as a coke guy. I see him as like wake up early and go to the gym. Okay, insane. Like that's the insanity in him. Is like Did no matter no matter how late he shoots up club, testosterone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If you have any suggestions, though, yeah, guys, listening. Who would be the most? Who would be the first MLS player caught? Doing cocaine. Yeah. Which one, which of all the <laughs> players could we all come up with one that we agree is the biggest blowhead? Yeah. Like someone who, who could live that life. If you heard it tomorrow, you know who, you know who? who just based on how fucked up his head always looks and just how messed up he's always looking. <laughs> Mancuso. Mancuso from Montreal. Yeah. That dude looks like he no, never man, sleeps. Man- Mancosu. Mancosu. Okay. Yeah. That dude looks like he never sleeps. Sure, he he sort of looks like a, a you know a foreign villain from a Die Hard movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, he looks like one of the guys who took Liam Neeson's daughter. <laughs> yeah, he looks like one of those guys. <laughs> Mancosu looks like he's always just like a like about to rip a bender. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I could I could see that. Or Dos Santos. Dos Santos looks like the club kid. Gio. Gio. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, come on, let us it's know. A, there's something I don't know what it is about uh, our American ath- soccer athletes that that no, nobody. That, this is another thing. Yeah, Landon Donovan don't look like he ever did blow. Yeah, I, I, I Landon Donovan I, never grind just, his teeth. I want to make a joke about Juan Agudelo being, but I'm like, nah, he, yeah. <laughs> he was just on the podcast. We just talked to him. We don't want to. <laughs> he's also Colombian. If anything, he's moving the stuff. <laughs> you know I mean? like, he knows not to get high off but your that, supply. But there's something. Look, and we were even talking about it before about like American soccer athletes not really expressing themselves now. Expressing their personality, and this so. is how you want them to do it. <laughs> yeah. Get out there and do some blow. <laughs> but that's you'd the thing. be the worst PR person. They don't show anything. They don't even show enough to, for us to even presume what kind of person they might be. Right, a hundred percent. So w- right now we're just like kind of look. It, it's not if if I said uh, what NBA player would you, would you find like we could come up with like oh forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Are you kidding me? NFL. We could, <laughs> we could we could fill the roster of three different teams. <laughs> With the with the people that are blowheads, exactly. So that that's the thing. It's like there they should be a little bit more expression uh, amongst the MLS players, um, right? Maybe it, don't listen to Christian on how you express exactly. yourself. Exactly. Yeah, look, look, I don't get paid to do this. I don't yeah. get paid to give you it's free advice. <laughs> it's free advice. This is free advice <laughs> from Christian Blanca. Yeah. So that's a that's it's it's worth zero dollars. So yeah. <laughs> don't don't or really. or it's worth some time in jail if you're willing to spend there. <laughs> correct. Correct. All uh, right. We we said we were going to say bye like five minutes. That's ago. right. The last thing I wanted to the, just very quickly the 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 new Tam rule. Oh, that's right. That that just for homegrown players. Yeah. So now we're, no, I, we 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 uh, you know start the segment with Coke and now <laughs> we go to just like real fiduciary yeah, like, yeah, details yeah. about yeah. the MLS. <laughs> Speaking of blow. <laughs> this is going to blow your mind. Uh, two new roster spots. So this is interesting because uh, you talk about this a lot. Alexis always mentioned this about, uh, really about Academy. Sambaoli? About <laughs> if Sambaoli started his own Academy in New York, my head would explode. No, but yeah, I, yeah, I am. I'm always talking about, uh, you know, homegrown players and, and building the Academy. And it's uh, the Sam rules. The yeah. Sambaoli rules. Sambaoli uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> allocation money. Yeah. Everybody, everybody gets a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, so, look, so, uh, but no, this is interesting. So now uh, teams, MLS teams can uh, use targeted ac- allocation money to sign homegrown players. That have never had MLS contracts. Uh, correct. So this so, is... But every roster grew by two spots. Those two spots are just for homegrown, homegrown. players. So this is... So uh, look, it, it's an uh, you know, MLS commitment to 
young players to to their academies to to uh, growing talent in America and also with this new rule for the targeted allocation money for the homegrown players this is more incentive for um, American players to stay in their country and and sign for an MLS club, right? And also, it gives you a bit more of sort of of a chance to get in the first team if you are in the in the in the academy, you know, because that can be tough. I mean, we're seeing it now with NYCFC has that Sands kid who looks great, but you know, are you really going to eat up at a roster spot with with a sixteen year old defender? Uh, correct. Yeah, you know, even if it's you know those positions are probably not going to get a lot of game time anyway. They're not going to get a lot of minutes, but it's a great time. It's a great opportunity to develop, you know, in training with with some amazing players. Yeah. Especially yeah. If you have some big DPs. So yeah, this is, is exciting. And, and this uh, just, this is a move in the right direction. hundred percent. So, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. Uh, and now I figured th- out who the blowhead is the kid. Speaking of homegrown players, Sebastian, the no, no, who's no. the kid that got drafted by Red Bulls who came out hot. Oh, I forgot his name. Zico. Z- yeah. Zico yeah. Lewis. Zico. Yo, Zico. That's a blowhead. <laughs> Just angry. Like, I'll tell you nothing. You know, on dudes who didn't, you know what I mean? All the motherfuckers who didn't draft me. Wait till you see. You know, quick, grab a pencil. I think I got a good idea for app. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. app for people who didn't draft me. You know what I'm saying? You know? Is that the cops? Just so they know. It's like Tinder, but every time you swipe, it's always a picture of Zico Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> it's never. You can't swipe left it's, or right. It's, it's different. It's different. Upset at you. What now looks like? What about now? Oh yeah. What now? You still didn't drive me, dog. So yeah. So uh, congrats, MLS. Uh, you know, giving giving a little love to your to and congrats to everyone in the academies. Uh, Keep training hard. Do it. Uh, so again, uh, thank you, Juan Agadello, for being on today's show. This was yeah. uh, this was great. Thank you. You were. Uh, this is a long one, but thank you so much for being on it. <laughs> it was awesome. We had a good time. So uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Calling us from the R eight from the Audi R eight. <laughs> you know, you know how we do. Just pushing. Uh, so. Uh, make sure a couple things uh, make sure you if you like this podcast and you like uh, what we do uh, make sure you tell people share it send it to your friends say hey I you New England Revolution fans listening to this like hey I heard these guys on this podcast uh, I, you know our striker was on the show let me send it to some of uh, you know my friends my supporters please groups. do that'd be really cool please do uh, especially since you know uh, you know, we're, we're, he was mentioning a lot about the New England Revolution. He seems really excited about the season. I'm excited to see what he can do. Let's get him in that all-star game. Yeah. Let's do as we promised, guys. Uh, would love to see Colombiano out there. That would be nice. Straight jersey. <laughs> so, Pushing it. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube, YouTube channel, channel yeah. which we do a bunch of videos every single week. Another one coming out this Friday. FIFA the News is back. Do it, guys. Uh, and you guys are the best. Uh, well, who are you? I'm Christian Polanco. You know who I am? I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cool